Live from Smitty1.com studios, it's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. What is going on, good people? You are watching the Fantasy Football Show. I'm your man, Smitty, and today we're going to break down things like NFL News, Aaron Rodgers, more QB stuff. And, uh, and and some Deshaun Watson and some Javante Williams. And, of course, we will go to the voice messages. And if you want to leave me a voicemail, how do you do that? You just merely go to my Instagram, which is The Fantasy Football Show. If you want to be in a private group that has direct access to leave me voicemails, where I go for the majority of the voicemails, if you want to be part of the, we'll call it the 30, the top 30 crew, just let me know. Send me a DM and say voicemail in, as the first word in your, your DM and I'll throw you in the group if I feel like you're going to contribute on the regular. But that doesn't mean you can't send me a voicemail anyway because I'll, I'll go through my voicemails and try and find them. So how do you do that? You want to ask a question right now? It's voicemail time. Drop a voicemail at the Fantasy Football Show on the gram. Tell your grandma. That is that is correct. All you have to do is go to the Fantasy Football Show on IG. Drop me a voice message. First in the building today was Double A, then Philip, Kenny, Mealy, Patrick, Swaggy, James, Jonathan, Ed, Bender, Mealy, RGB, Wesley. Thank you all for being here back at it like a crack uh yeah yeah but no no but yeah okay here we go here we go nfl news there there's quite a bit of of news but nothing like totally new it's just kind of like updates you know but a couple things to to keep in mind here and to note aaron jones contract re restructured creating 3.08 million cap space what's that mean is that a, a an attempt to free enough money to be serious about an offer for for Aaron Rodgers to sign a long term deal? Yeah, I'm, I mean we know that's what it's about. Do we know that Aaron Rodgers is partaking in this and he's like move the money and we'll make make it happen? Maybe. I think a lot of it, a lot of Aaron Rodgers' decision, and I came to this conclusion yesterday, has to do with Devontae Adams. You know, I think it's been an overlooked part of this process. Like what? What does it mean if Devontae Adams is tagged? And I think that Aaron Rodgers, as much as everybody thinks this guy is not a good dude, you know, I, I disagree. I love Aaron Rodgers. I support Aaron Rodgers. I, 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 He's a different bird. He's a different kind of bird. But this dude, he does beat to his own drum. And he sometimes makes a lot of people mad with his announcements and non-announcements and I know a lot of people think I should be angry at him because I spent 10 hours live awaiting his announcement that he was not announcing anything but I'm not mad at him for it he doesn't have to announce anything until he wants to he is Aaron Rodgers he is a goat he is one of the the many goats of the NFL and this man he deserves a little time and that's what he wants so you got to think about this for a second Aaron Rodgers Needs to sign a big deal, right? 
probably something around 47 to 50 million million a year. Um, there's not enough room. Aaron Rodgers already, as of today, consumes like 25 to 30 percent of the Green Bay cap. So it's like it's it's bad. The numbers are bad. How do they sign Devontae Adams? Aaron Rodgers is such a loyal man to Devontae Adams, who he didn't mention in his Green Bay goodbye Instagram post, might I add. If you analyze that Instagram post that that Aaron Rodgers, um, I can put it on screen here. We don't need to go over it. But this Instagram post that Aaron Rodgers uh, left real late at night that triggered your man Smitty to go live for twelve for 10 straight hours, 10 and a half straight hours in in assumption, we assumed he would be making an announcement on Tuesday. We didn't know. We went live as soon as he posted this, broke it down on Instagram, on YouTube. I went on a little rant, and then I, I thought, late night idea. It's such a great it's such a great time to come up with bold ideas late at night, right? No, it wasn't a great idea, but it turned out to be fantastically fun. So whatever, I don't regret it. But I sat there at 2 a.m. and I said, what if we went live right now and we created some buzz? And we didn't stop our live stream until we we saw Aaron Rodgers give his interview, which we think he'll do. A lot of people speculated it, but there was no confirmation. We went live until noon, 2 a.m. to noon, 10 and a half straight hours awaiting this man's potential announcement. Then at 9 a.m., it was announced that he would announce something. And then at 10, 10 hours into our live stream, he says, my announcement is there is no announcement. <laughs> and everybody... Adds and piles on the hate form. Look, I don't hate Aaron Rodgers. I love Aaron Rodgers. And and the Green Bay Packers are trying to fix things. But I don't know that, that just because they're moving cap around means he's on board with it all. Um, this report, ESPN, uh, is reporting that Aaron Rodgers will be informing the Packers of his decision very soon. Um, we don't know if that means weeks. It could be days, weeks. We don't know. He seemed like a man that was on his way to a decision, but he didn't want to reveal it is kind of my feel. And I think it does a lot of it have to tie with, with uh, Devontae Adams. And as I mentioned a minute ago, and I, did, I kind of went on a tangent, he kind of never mentions Devontae Adams in his goodbye to Green Bay in this Instagram post that I just showed you. It was all goodbye to the quarterback coaches. Good luck, Jordan Love. You you know, like it was like it was basically like you got this, Jordan Love. Go get it. All my friendships with Randall Cobb. Um, I will always appreciate my friendship with you. Like uh, it will transcend through a lot. Like it was it was all the wording was goodbye Green Bay, but it had no Adams. The only Devonte Adams evidence at all in this little uh, post was a picture of when he was on the nineteen list. And Cobb and Devontae, they normally stand like right here and then A-Rod's in between during the National Anthem. And he was not there that game. They still left a spot for him. And he said he cried when he saw that photo that they left a spot for him. He's got a lot of sentimental ties to some of the people there like Cobb, like Devontae. If Devontae's not there, he's not returning. If Devontae's tagged, my thinking is maybe he doesn't want to return. Maybe he wants to return for one year for Devontae, but he might just retire if Devontae's treated that way in his mind, whether anybody agrees with it or not. Devontae Adams doesn't want to get tagged. Aaron Rodgers didn't want to be treated the way he was treated over and over and over in Green Bay. Jordan Love, drafting Jordan Love. Aaron Rodgers literally not getting a phone call. He's watching television like you and I. And all of a sudden, with a blah, blah, blah pick, the Green Bay Packers select 
new quarterback, future quarterback of the Green Bay Packers, Jordan Love. And this man's watching this on TV. Doesn't get a phone call, doesn't get a text. The way they've mistreated this man over the course of, of, of over a decade is inexcusable. To not involve him in personnel. Brady gets involved in personnel. Aaron Rodgers should have a say over who they maybe bring in so he could throw footballs to him. Aaron Rodgers should be like, hey, I'll jive well with that individual. Hey, let's hire this coach. Let's bring in this personnel. No, they didn't. They, they never, ever went to him. And they have been trying to repair that. I get that. Maybe Aaron Rodgers is getting sentimental about leaving at the end. And even though we talked a big game, maybe he's got cold feet. And if they're trying to repair it, he's thinking, ah, I'm not a, a young a young, a young gun anymore. I don't know if I want to go move and do all this. Let's just keep it simple. That could be the case. Then he reportedly broke up with his fiance, And we think that was true because when he gave his MVP speech, he didn't mention her at all. Then when he gave this little goodbye Instagram post, he mentions her at the very top like he's making up for maybe not mentioning her name at all in any kind of gratitude sense when he gave his NFL uh, MVP speech. It's clear as day they were having problems. He did not mention her at all. The last time he did. Okay, the last time he did, he talked about her. He didn't talk about her at all during the NFL MVP speech. So I don't want to hear that we speculated wrong that they didn't break up. They just may have got back together. And some say they didn't get back together. His gratitude post was just merely talking about being grateful for her and what she did for him during the part that they were together. I do think they're back together. I think they're back together. That's why he did this weird cleanse. Um, his These things are often tied, people say, to her thinking and how and what she's into, and that's fine. I, whatever floats anybody's boat doesn't matter, but this guy goes and does this hockey, pocky, mocky, chalky, locky cleanse where you literally evacuate at all ends for 12 days and then at the end, you're so tired and worn down, you're grateful. <laughs> so the dude gets on Instagram. He's like, I'm grateful for you. I've been evacuating for 12 days. I'm grateful for you. But he wasn't grateful for Devante. And we know he's most grateful for Devante. Devante's his favorite. Why didn't he mention Devante at all in his goodbye Green Bay post? We don't know. We're speculating. We're, we're grabbing at straws. We're trying to conclude things. Look, it's smoke season. So I don't want to hear, oh, you're, you're guessing that. Of course I'm guessing. All of us are guessing. I'm, I'm, I'm here for you. I work for you. I'm here to try and speculate. And we're not going to get everything right during smoke season. No one is. But all I know as of right now is I believe a lot is dependent on what happens with Devontae Adams. If Adams gets tagged... Rodgers could stay because he doesn't want to leave him alone or Rodgers could retire because he doesn't like how they tr treated him. If they signed Devontae Adams to a multi-year deal, like if he says, if Adams says, yeah, I'll, I'll take a, a three-year deal if you guys bring back A-Rod for two years, like at least give me two years of my three years with Aaron Rodgers, then he could come back. And that's where I could have, I could have maybe jumped the gun. And I admitted this yesterday. Sometimes... You know, maybe maybe I, I I feel like I've got to go in one direction or the other, and maybe I didn't leave enough room for the potential comeback to Green Bay. I still think I, I ultimately I ultimately believe he won't return to Green Bay, but it's starting to feel a little bit more like there's a potential. Like before, I said when he posted that Instagram post, which 
In in fairness, it looked like a goodbye to Green Bay. Like you would analyze this thing a hundred different ways. It looked like goodbye, sayonara, not coming back, door closed, uh, cemented the door frame closed so you can't even open it. It's like a brick wall now. And and then all of a sudden, he goes on the Pat McAfee show. He goes on and makes the annou- announcement we predicted he'd make. We didn't think that the announcement would be that there's no announcement, that, but there was an announcement. It was set up, 10 o'clock, announcement coming. It was all talked about. It was brought up and framed that way. And he comes on and says, I hate to break it to you, but the announcement is there's no announcement. I haven't decided. There will be no decision yet. And everybody got, got up all up and uh, you know hot and bothered on it. Ruffled feathers everywhere. So I, I think the ultimately, can Green Bay afford... Can they afford to sign Adams to a, a lucrative long-term deal and bring A-Rod back? I don't think they can. They, they can barely afford anything right now. Um, they're trying to move money around left and right. They are moving money around left and right. Again, they they did this move here, getting $3.8 million. Um, they, they've, uh, Devontae Adams, here's this right here. Devontae Adams, uh, he uh, the Green Bay Packers GM, hopes uh, to avoid using the franchise tag on impending free agent Adams, which means they're trying to sign him to a deal. I don't know if the money movement is more about A-Rod than it is about Adams. So, tough to know. But if they don't use the franchise tag, that that right there indicates to me that they're trying not to, meaning they will if they need to. That's where we don't know where this could go, because if he's tagged, what happens to A-Rod? No one knows. And at this point, no one can really firmly say with, oh, 80%. It's like it's literally like a, the odds of him retiring are now like 20% to me. The odds of him returning to Green Bay are like 30%. And then the rest of it, the majority, not a, a heavy majority, but a, a, a decent, moderate majority, a, a modest majority percentage of him going to Denver or elsewhere. So it's it's almost like a it's almost like a 40 40 20 almost. You know, it's more like a a a 45 35 split between going elsewhere or staying in Green Bay and then that roughly 15 to 20% retirement. And I say retirement because he doesn't want to be pushed around. He's going to do what he wants on his on his uh timetable. And and so we'll see what happens there. But Aaron Rodgers um will be informing the Packers of his decision shortly, according to ESPN, and that's something that he said anyway during his interview. So that's the A-Rod news. Nothing really new other than speculation season. Spacula, appreciate you being here. He asked for $50 million but expects the Pack to re-sign players. Um, CJ doesn't, I can tell CJ already doesn't love A-Rod, but that's okay, CJ, because I still appreciate you, no matter what you feel about my boy A-Rod. Uh, Kenny Powers says Rodgers won't take a pay cup cut. He has to play for his girlfriend's laser armpit hair removal system, says Kenny. Says Kenny. Uh, oh, there we go. We got we got our accountant in the building. We got our accountant in the building. And Smitty, this is this is Michael, the CPA. Uh, wrong, Smitty. Michael from accounting. Uh, Aaron Rodgers needs to take a pay cut and demand they sign Chris Godwin, Mike Williams, or Dalton Schultz. Michael from accounting. It's an interesting take, Michael. That's an interesting take, good boy. Um, 
I'm going to say Godwin's going to be retained by Tampa. Godwin's going through an ACL or a recovery. Wide receivers changing teams is never a good look. It takes, I mean, Odell did it. It even took a little time for him to adjust, but it's not an easy task. And I think a lot of times when these guys are coming back from a torn ACL, which is a long road, Michael, it's a long road. I know you're in, in accounting, Michael. I know you're in accounting, Michael, and you don't, you don't injure yourself very often, but when you get a paper cut, young man, but these guys, when they get hurt, Michael, the last thing they want to, they want to do is endure a whole lot of change, moving, new job, uh, uh, injury. Like these are some of the most stressful things, all some total added together, making this guy's life a, a miserable, uh, train wreck. So he's going to lean toward the familiar, in my opinion, most people would. And I think that Tampa may look to retain him. I don't know about Green Bay. They can't afford anything, bro. They can't afford this kind of stuff, especially if they bring back Devontae. And even if they tag him, but even if they sign him to a long-term deal and try and bring A-Rod back, they don't have money for Godwin and Mike Williams. Uh, so I don't know what your CPA book says, Michael, but we do appreciate you. I think you need to come back with something different on that one, pal. Get back in the elevator. Take take it back to the ninth, ninth floor and come back with something. <sighs> Michael. It also depends on the offers Green Bay is getting. A-Rod is not a free agent, so Green Bay needs to approve the deal. Maybe A-Rod needs more time because the best offer... Right now is a team he doesn't want. It's, I mean, it's true. Aaron Rodgers, like if you think about it, Aaron Rodgers is in full control. And he wouldn't be if he was bluffing about retiring. Okay, so very, very distinct difference between somebody who has control and somebody who doesn't have control. He has 100% control. He has 100% of the leverage. 100% because he is willing to walk away. He's willing to walk away. He can say, if you won't trade me, goodbye. And he would, you know, if they if they took a hard line stance like that, it would, it would damage all the work they've been trying to uh, work toward in repairing the relationship. It would damage it. They can't go to him and say, you're not getting traded. He would lose it. He would be like, I'm done. I'm done. You, 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 I told you that I would take a year off my contract. People have to remember, he held out last year. And, and almost retired because he didn't want to play in Green Bay for even the one more year that he did last year, 2021. He said, I'll come back. I'll do it under one condition. You take a year off my contract so that when 2021, the, the season that just played is done, you guys have one year to use as negotiating trade leverage and say, hey, take A-Rod. Hey, take A-Rod. Hey, you want A-Rod? And teams would pay through the roof for it. Multiple first rounders, or at least one first rounder and a player. It's going to be a, a nice little price tag, a nice little payday for Green Bay. But he had to have said, under the table, shake my hand and send me a packing. If I want to go to a certain team, I want you to do your very best to make it happen. And if you don't, I will walk away. I will retire. You will get nothing. That is the ultimate leverage because the man will seriously walk away. He does not care. He does not care. He wants to play where he wants to play or he doesn't want to play at all. So Green Bay definitely has to approve 
what's going on and decide, okay, this is good for us. But at the same time, they're going to have to take whatever deal he wants. If he, in fact, does not want to turn to green, return to Green Bay and he says, I'm only playing for Denver, then then the Packers got to be like, hey, Denver, who want, they want A-Rod. They'll even, they won't under, they won't, they won't uh, bid too low either. They won't try and like roll the Packers on a trade because they're so desperate for this quarterback they've been missing for so long. They will pay the right price. They will not try and lowball and miss the opportunity of bringing A-Rod in. They're going to be like, what do you want? Okay, can we just do that? Can we just get A-Rod and, and complete this quarterback search we've been on for forever? So I don't think it's going to be a problem if A-Rod says, I want to go to Green Bay. I don't think it's a problem where it's like, well, we can't really work a deal out. A deal could be worked out in 45 minutes. Okay, because LA wants a quarterback. They've been searching forever. And if they say we want a first rounder and a second rounder, they'll get it. They'll get it. They'll get whatever they want because A-Rod makes the Denver Broncos a Super Bowl contender. Pittsburgh Steelers, let's say he wants to go to Pittsburgh. Steelers are a Super Bowl contender. It's pretty easy. It's pretty easy. Green Bay has a choice to make. If A-Rod wants to stay, and there are some signs that maybe he does, the movement of the cap, the the the, the renegotiating and restructuring of deals like Aaron, Aaron Jones, they're opening up cap. That could be as a like a, an attempt to keep A Rod. A Rod might not be involved in that. Like, hey, move the cap, and then I'll, we'll see what's what. It might be literally Green Bay going, look, we got to make moves so we can actually put an offer on the table. Because A Rod might be saying, look, you guys can't make this offer. Like, you guys literally can't make the offer. You can't retain Adams and make me a fifty mil a year offer, and make me the the biggest name in in in, in sports. You know, for the next couple of weeks, everyone's gonna be talking about fifty million a year contract. He's waiting for that. He's waiting for that. He wants that. He deserves it. And and they got to make room. So this movement might not be because it deals for sure in place or something. Or on the way to being in place. Obviously, it can't be in place yet. But what's happening, Smitty Squad? What's up? Random, appreciate you being here, good buddy. Terry in the house. My boy, I'm on Grandma's account on Instagram. All right, Marine, I'll be looking for you. We'll be going to the voicemail segment in just a bit. If you guys want to drop a voice message, get on over to my Instagram. It's voicemail time. Drop a voicemail at the Fantasy Football Show on the gram. Tell your grandma. Get on your... Get on your grandmother's accounts. Get on your grandmother's accounts and drop me a voicemail. Do whatever you got to do. We got James... Uh, we got we got we got Jim with a, a a voicemail. We got Kenny with a voicemail. We got Kenny with a previous voicemail, and we got Terry Roberts with a one. So we're loading up. Um, what's up, Mark? What's up with Javante? Why do I have Javante on the screen? That's a great question, Mark Cleveland. That's a great question. We're gonna get to him in a second. There's no real news um, other than the news that some may have not heard that, that Melvin Gordon's looking to go to uh, the free agent. Uh, Free agency uh, side of the of the of the fence, and and we'll see what happens there. Adam Schefter, this part irks me to no end, and I know I already talked about it a lot. I got to rant on it for at least five minutes, just five. Time for a Smitty rant. I have to rant for just a little bit on this because Adam Schefter is really driving me nuts. Adam Schefter used to be 
the dude that everybody could trust. Adam Schefter used to have good information. Adam Schefter used to be fact-based. Adam Schefter used to just say, I just received a text. It says that so-and-so is signing a deal. And now now Adam Schefter is reporting that the Niners might just keep Jimmy Garoppolo this offseason and that Trey Lance is greener than people realize. Trey Lance isn't as ready as people realize. Trey Lance, they were more worried about him last year and that he's further behind than people realize. Adam Schefter's reaching, reaching. I don't know where he's getting this. Maybe someone is actually feeding him this information, but guess what, Adam? Whoever's telling you that, you need to delete from your 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 insider phone book, uh, a quick line, uh, hot hotline connection that you have that that's bringing you this information because it is faulty. Like this is just ridiculous. Trey, Lance, like I know I'm pro Trey Lance. I get I'm a little biased. Maybe a little is even an understatement. I get it. Trey Lance is king of the NFC to me. And you guys can make fun of it all you want, not not you specifically in this chat right here, but to the hater in the comments that's going to drop something later or DM me, you know. You're a tool, Smitty. <laughs> You're a tool. You're right, I'm a tool. I'm a fantasy football tool for my people. You know, bringing knowledge and skill and upside and bold predictions. If that's a tool, that's me. But I'm going to get a DM or two. In, in a, probably a few hours. You tool. You can't call a guy like Trey Lance king of the NFC. He hasn't even played. He hasn't even played more than a couple games, Smitty. Guess what I can and I will, Steven. You can't call Trey Lance king of the NFC yet. Yes, I can and I just did. This is my show. And I even have it on the board. I even have it on the board. It's been sitting there for, what, well over a month now, right, guys? At least. It's been there every time I hit the take a lap button, every time I start the show and the countdown's on there, this is a live board. You can see my hand right here. I'm waving. See the reflection of my hand? See the reflection? See the reflection? What's up, fellas? This here right here has been up for, I believe, over a month. Trey Lance, number five, Fantasy QB. There's a question mark. I mean, there is there is some debate there. Do I have a couple guys like A-Rod you know, competing for the spot. Sure. But my point being with this board right here that has been sitting there with Trey Lance at number five is that receipts need to be taken. And I'm putting my own receipt on my own show, show after show after show. Every time I hit this take a lap button, you will see said list with Trey Lance at number five. Every time I hit the take a lap button. Now, I might have to transfer it over to the other board, but I'll I'll try and leave it up there all year. We're going to put bold stuff on board number two and leave that. So I might transfer this over, but I've, I've wanted to be untouched for as long as possible so that as people start getting on the Trey Lance train, we know, we know, we've been documenting it every show. We know where we've stood or at least where your boy Smitty's standing. On, on this Trey Lance prediction. And for people that are literally trying to say he can't be Joe Burrow. Sophomore explosion. Look at Joe Burrow. Torn ACL played what? ten Less than 10 games? Comes back. Takes his team to the Super Bowl. Where are the haters now? Justin Herbert, my number three quarterback. 
last year. Crapped on left and right. Over and over. Smitty, how can you have Justin Herbert, sophomore, in the freaking top three? Are you an absolute moron? What did, what did Herbert finish as number two overall fantasy football quarterback? Herbert, the GOAT, he will punch you in the throat. Where is that? Do I have that anywhere? Herbert, let me see if I have that. Herbert, I got to have this somewhere. Herbert, the GOAT, punch you in the throat. Don't I have this this clip somewhere? I don't know where it went. It, it totally vanished from my set of... Uh, resources here for the show but Herbert the Goat will punch you in the throat there's a reason we have songs about these guys Javante Williams song where's the Javante song Javante where's our Javante song take a deuce take a deuce that's not it I like that one though take a deuce take a deuce take a deuce where's our take a deuce where's our Javante song Javante Javante here's our Trey song um, Javante, Javante, I don't know where it went. I'll have to locate it. I do have this back. People are getting burrowed left and right, and people are going to remember it. Get burrowed. Get burrowed. Um, anyway, there's reasons we have songs, people. It's, it's not just to be fun. I mean, we are fun here. This is a fun show. We are fun guys and, and gals. We're fun guys and gals, okay? We're fun. We're fun people. But there's a rhyme and reason to some of our receipt dropping. If I drop a receipt like this right here, it's for a reason. Trey Lance is going to be king of the NFC, especially if A-Rod is traded out of the NFC into Denver into the AFC. You have Kyler, I get it, I get it, but I, I don't believe Kyler is going to be a top five quarterback. I, I believe Tyler might have a, a struggling year. Fields is not a, a top uh, 10 quarterback yet, Michael. Your your TPS report should show that, that he has potential for sure, but he's got to have his offense completely fixed. He's got to get the support he needs. We can't put a guy that 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 is going through so much change um without knowing if that change is going to be good in the top 10 when there's so many good top 10s. We're fun people, Terry. We're fun guys and gals. Um, <laughs> What's up, Silver? What's up, Silver, buddy? Random says, uh, agree. Schefter needs to stop speculating in his opinions and he just pandering for his boy Shanahan. He's originally out of Denver. I really believe that when Schefter injects opinion, he's wrong like 50% of the time or more, maybe 60. You know, Mac Jones is going to be drafted by the Niners. No. Who told you it was going to be Trey Lance when no one believed it was going to be Trey Lance? Your boy Smitty. Okay? Trey Lance would be drafted by the Niners. No one thought it was going to happen. Your boy Smitty said it would happen. Adam Schefter. Who's Adam Schefter? And this may sound arrogant. Okay? But Joe Montana... Coming out and saying, Trey Lance isn't ready, in fact. And he says this. Joe Montana, I know he's the GOAT. One of the GOATs of all time at the quarterback position, okay? So no disrespect to his game as a player. But when he comes out and says, 
If he says Trey needs some work, that's one thing. But when Joe Montana actually said, and he said this, I don't. I think Trey Lance isn't ready, and I think the Niners should just move on and look for another quarterback. For him to say that, it tells me all I need to know. Even if you don't like Trey Lance to suggest a team after spending multiple, just a, a plethora of first-rounders to get this kid who's developing... You know, look, look at Josh Allen coming out of his rookie year. You're literally going to say move on. Like, what kind of what kind of comment is that? And when I say something like Joe Montana doesn't know what he's talking about, you know how many times I get a, he knows more than you. Well, don't you think Joe Montana, one of the best quarterbacks of all time, knows more than you on scouting a player? No, I don't think he does. If I thought anybody was better at scouting a player or trying to come up with a bold prediction or a, an, an on-the-rise player, I, why would I do what I do? Like I, I, I firmly believe that this is what I was made to do. Am I right all the time? Absolutely not. But like people actually have the nerve to get on and, and underhand insult you like and say, don't you think Joe Montana knows more than you? Joe Montana is not an analyst or a scout. Like, just because you were one of the best of all time doesn't mean you're good at predicting who's going to be on the rise. Is Michael Jordan a really good scout? No! Michael Jordan is one of the best players to ever play the game, ever. And Michael Jordan can't scout with anything. He's horrible at predicting a player on the rise. He's horrible at trying to acquire and assess talent. Just because he was the GOAT doesn't give him any ability, natural ability to be a scout, you have to prove that you can see talent from 100 miles away, that you can see talent off of one game, like Arian Foster in 2010, when that man looked like a top five running back to me, and we got week 16 and week 17 to look at, he was an unrestricted free agent in 2010, and or 20, 2009, and going into 2010, it was like, it was it was some of the boldest crap that I'd thrown out for a while. That that this guy that we've seen two games is a top five running back, and he was an unrestricted free agent. It was unheard of. Like sometimes you get a little glimpse of something. Trey Lance, we may not have a ton to go on. We may not have a whole bunch to go on. But guess what we have? Guess what we have? Our eyeballs. Okay. And if you trust your gut and you watch the man play and you don't feel that he has it, that's fine. That's fine. Or if you're in the business of needing production before you can bank on somebody, you want to see it happen, that's fine. That's fine. I'm not like that. I love to try and be ahead of the curve for you guys. I work for you. That means sometimes I'm going to miss. I mean, sometimes I'm going I'm to go out ahead of the curve and tell you, hey guys, it looks pretty clear out here and I'm going to get hit by a truck. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's not an easy business to be in the prediction business. You take a lot of heat. You get you get hit a lot left and right. You got to have thick skin. I do. I have no problem with it at all. I don't care. You know, people come into the chat all the time, like the CMC running back one guy. You're an idiot, Smitty. You're an idiot, Smitty. And sometimes I am an idiot. Sometimes I miss. But if I missed more than I hit, I wouldn't be here, okay? We are here together, and I believe we should all be on this Trey Lance train together and bask in the glory that will be Trey Lance in 2022 as the man drops a top five to seven quarterback season on the world shocks everybody and everybody's saying it can't happen he's too green he's not ready he needs to read defenses doesn't really understand 
the assignment. Because the assignment is simple. What quarterback has ever, 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 ever been handed an offense and a defense like Trey Lance is getting handed? What player? Give me one. Andrew Luck, not even. Mahomes, maybe. But this is, you're talking about Debo, Kittle, Ayuk, Mitchell, a run game, a defense, a scheme that no one can really contend with if you add Trey Lance to the mix because of his ability to run, his cannon of an arm that no one wants to accept that he has. They keep calling him a gadget quarterback. He's going to run all the time. All he does is run. He's not, He didn't play big school, Smitty. And, oh, this and that. And did you watch his film, his accuracy? This kid is going to be phenomenal. And when he learns how to do the little things, like the quick slant, reading the first, or hitting the first read, hitting the second read, instead of what he's used to doing, which is dropping back, this is Trey Lance in a nutshell. This is what he needs to work on. You want the critical? Here's the critical. Trey Lance drops back, and there's read one wide open for five or six yards. I can hit Kittle, but you know what? I don't want five or six yards. I'm Trey Lance. I'm Superman. So he avoids read one because he says, I can maybe do better. Let's go to read two. Uh, he's he's kind of open. Let me go to read three. Let me go to read four. Do you know why he's so confident to go to his multiple reads versus like a Jimmy G who is like a quick first, second read? Doesn't even go toward read four, read three because the man trusts his legs. And that's a good thing, but it's also a bad thing. Trey Lance stops, steps back in his mind, in his mind, innately. He doesn't even think about it. He makes an assessment. I could... If this doesn't work out, I'm going to skip and roll the dice. I'm going to skip read one. And I'm going to see if read three, read four, read two is a bigger gain, a bigger potential. And if it's not, I have confidence in myself to get myself out of trouble. I'll go get eight yards. That's what he's kind of innately built to do. And once he fixes that, once he drops back and he hits Kittle on a seven-yard slant, or he hits Ayuk on a, a, a five-yard curl and and has trust that these guys can take five or six yards and turn it into ten, then then he's 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 on that next level because he can do the third, the fourth read, the scramble, all that stuff innately. What he doesn't do is read the defense or take action on the first and second reads. Once he learns that, which is probably the most simple fix for a quarterback, he has all the other intangibles you can't teach somebody. Once he's able to literally go through all of his progressions if he needs to, or literally figure out how to trust and, and hit his first read when it's open in this offense, and with Trey Lance's mobility, everybody's going to be a little bit more open. The running game is going to average about another yard per carry or half a yard per carry because defenses will be spread out. Trey Lance will have no problem finding somebody open all the time. It's going to be spread out. It's going to remind you a lot of like, even though it's a different system, different offense, different system, like Kurt Warner days. Kurt Warner, the greatest show on turf. Everyone was just open all the time. Kurt Warner dropped back. And he literally just finds someone that looked like there were three or four feet untouched, separated from everybody else, a completely wide open receiving lane. Um, the the running game is going to see open wide gaps where 
where Mitchell's going to literally get three or four yards before he's touched at times. This is going to be absolutely insane. People that don't understand what's going on in this offense with Trey Lance in it versus Jimmy G don't understand the assignment. And when I see people like this that are supposed to be some of the best news reporters in, in, in the game talking about how Jimmy G might be kept. Now, maybe he is. Okay, and I will apologize to Schefter if Shanahan keeps him. But this man, Jimmy G, is going to cost $25, 27000000 million to keep. The Niners have a lot of free agents. It doesn't make sense. If he restructure, restructures his contract, could he potentially stay? Yeah. Is Shanahan kind of capable of, 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 of botching this with his quarterback decision-making in the past? I suppose. If I'm wrong, I will I will apologize to Shanahan. Or, I'm sorry, to, to Schefter. But I don't think that this is news. I don't think this is being floated out there. I don't think... The only thing that could possibly be the case is that Schefter was told by by Shanahan, hey, float it out there. Let's get Jimmy G's trade value up. And then I'm not appreciating Schefter reporting on essentially fake news that he knows is fake. I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot of speculation here on my part, but I think this is garbage reporting because it doesn't make any sense. And he's predicted that Mac Jones would get drafted to the Niners didn't happen. He's predicted that Aaron Rodgers was going to get traded on draft day. He he revealed later that that was just his opinion, and he framed it in a way that sounded like it was a source telling him that. Schefter's botched a lot of things lately, so it's for for forgive me if I'm a little critical when I see something that makes zero sense and he acts like there's a source, but doesn't give us any source or information or backed up information until he proves and gains my trust again. I'm not going to trust Schefter when he doesn't have a source or or show us with conviction that he has this information on good authority. So for me, garbage, garbage. And when Joe Montana says, move on, find another quarterback, are you out of your mind? You know what Joe Montana is scared of? This situation brings back a lot of memories of Joe Montana, Steve Young, Jimmy G, Trey Lance. Now, I'm not saying Trey Lance is a Joe Montana but why is Joe Montana gravitating toward the quarterback that was already in the place like Joe Montana was? And why is Steve Young backing Trey Lance, who reminds him of him probably, and he's in the situation taking over for the other quarterback? It's a little ironic that Joe Montana's supporting the Jimmy G scenario and Steve Young's uh, reportedly supporting the quarterback that's chasing the original starter and trying to take over the job. It's very, very easy to see why Joe Montana's taking this stance. They've had a rivalry from, from the beginning of time. They rubbed each other the wrong way. They were kind of enemies in the sense that Young was taking Joe Montana's job back in the day. And then now you've got them on opposite sides. Young backs Trey Lance. What is Joe Montana going to do? Give me the opposite. Jimmy G, Trey Lance shouldn't even be playing football. It's garbage. It's garbage. Joe Montana has no business giving his opinion. <laughs> he doesn't. I don't care. I don't care if he's the GOAT. I don't care if he's the GOAT. He's proving he doesn't know what he's talking about. You cannot say move on from the quarter. Move on from Trey Lance. You should just go find a new QB. That's something my mom would say. That's, that sounds like one of our mothers. Like when you have this new bright idea, you're investing all of your time and resources. Maybe you put your savings into a business. You get the keys. You're about ready to open up your store. And your mother comes in. And your mother says, Why don't you just do something different? Why don't you just... Everything that you've built right here, just ignore it. Why don't you do something different? It sounds like my mom. 
It sounds like my mom. Totally oblivious to the situation. Totally oblivious to the cost of, of entry to this situation. All that's built up and gone into it. Multiple first rounders. Trey Lance coming in as the future. And Joe Montana says, after all of that, like a like 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 just a, like a mother, like a mom, like an oblivious m one of our mothers. <laughs> Maybe you should look for another quarterback. I don't know. Maybe all that those first rounders you just gave up, you just walk away from them. Like, like, as if Trey Lance is even proven to not be worthy of the first rounders. The guys look great. I'm impressed with Trey Lance. I have zero concerns based on his play. Adam Schefter is out of his mind. Prove yourself to us, Shefty, before we start trusting some of these reports you're throwing out there. Uh, Pro Football Talk Mike Florio reports multiple teams are willing to trade for Watson with civil cases still pending. Um... This is good news for a deal getting done, but you wonder, they're willing to pay, but how much do they want a discount? Is a team willing to give three first-rounders when Deshaun Watson has over 20 pending civil cases, 10 of which, 10, two hands, two hands, 10 of which are trending in the direction of trying to discover evidence for criminal, criminal, criminal is the key word. Civil cases can't keep Deshaun off the field. If any of them turn criminal, even one, he can go on the exempt list. And you know he will. Because his own sponsors, a lot of them, I think Beats by Dre, if I remember correctly. And another sponsor, I believe, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing at this point because I forget. But I'm pretty sure my memory is serving me right. There was Beats by Dre and another uh, advertiser or sponsor. They dropped Watson immediately after the news broke that he was in this mess. Do I think it's fair? I'm not saying it is. And do I think people are innocent until proven guilty? Absolutely. I believe that. I believe that. But we're in the NFL, and we're analyzing what the NFL is doing, what the NFL is likely to do. Not what I feel should happen, what the NFL is likely to do and how they've reacted in the past. And if there is a criminal case even opens up on one of these, and there are 10 of them potentially being looked at to see if criminal... Uh, chargers can be brought up then commissioner exemplist he goes and then he's taken like this put on the exemplist never to be heard of or heard from again because you don't have to address it you can put him on the exemplist and not do anything not touch it wait a year and a half two years you don't have to do a thing it's like purgatory a bad purgatory a very bad place to be if you're a player because josh gordon was on it for a while remember that we were like when's he gonna come off the the list or when when are we going to hear an update and he didn't have to give an update his career could literally be over if one of these cases turns into a criminal so i don't know for certain how long and how 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 much time we're gonna have to wait to know that but would i an arizona cardinal fan be willing to take on that risk give up a first rounder and kyler murray for deshaun watson you bet your bottom dollar i would I would take it because I think as much as I like Kyler, as much as he's hard to upgrade, he's still a he's still a top ten quarterback, but he can play like a five or a ten or a, a, a six or twelve. He can be sporadic, and if you take away his weapons, he falls more toward the ten to twelve range. Without Hopkins, we saw it happen at the end of the year. Kyler Murray fell apart. Granted, he got hurt, but he did kind of come back. 
He should have been healthy enough to make, get it done. He needed to get things done even without Hopkins, but he didn't. He didn't find a way to win. He didn't find a way to lead. He is a man that we want to get rid of here in Arizona if we can get a better upgraded option. Make no mistake. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. Don't twist it up. I don't want to trade Kyler if we can't upgrade him. I don't just want to get rid of Kyler and have nobody. But I want Watson. I want Russell Wilson. I want Aaron Rodgers. I want Tom Brady. I want Tyler Huntley because I, Smitty, predict he will be a star if given a chance. He might not be given a chance. Baltimore's probably going to retain him. All they have to do is offer him the minimum and they can sign him. They have restricted rights to him. So Huntley's got to be traded. Huntley's got to garner enough via trade from a team like the Cardinals to, to warrant a trade away of Huntley because Huntley's a safe, secure backup to uh, a very risky, in my opinion, Lamar Jackson. I think Lamar Jackson is going to get overdrafted in 2022. I'll have more on him and why he's in a void for me. I know a lot of people won't want to hear that, but I'm not a big fan of Lamar walking into 2022. I get there's some inconsistencies that can be explained, but there's been a lot of inconsistencies for him, and I, he's in a void for me in 2022. Um, I, I should have. I didn't put this over on Schefter when we were talking about Schefter. Uh, my bad. So Schefter... Uh, Schefter news we're done with um, the Aaron Rodgers news we are done with now we're heading to the voice message segment which of course I didn't leave a ton of time for but I will commit to going through every single voice message that I have so hit it if you want this is where you can go and drop it it's voicemail time drop a voicemail at the fantasy football show on the gram tell your grandma And uh, where did that come from? Where did that button come from? That's strange. All right, so voicemail time. Boom. Let's hit it. Uh, Kenny had one from the previous show that I didn't play. Hey, Smitty. As someone who owned Jimmy Graham in the past, I just remember him having an absolutely fantasy-breaking tear break between himself and the next player at his position. I'm getting those same vibes from Pitts, and I'm just wondering how we value that in Dynasty and how early we take this guy because in a startup, if you're not the one to take him, you're not getting this kid, and he will absolutely wreck the league. Yeah, um, people need to remember a couple things about Kyle Pitts. And let me put Pitts' name up so that, for reference, people know who we are talking about. But Kyle Pitts had... Arguably, arguably the best tight end season for a rookie we've ever seen. And and yet, yet, people are disappointed because their expectation was that he was going to be like a, a second round pick, you know, in hindsight. Like, he, he didn't deliver. He totally busted, Smitty. He's the best tight end we've ever seen as a rookie. And people still complain. People still complain and say he didn't have a season that they had hoped for. And people are kind of avoiding him like in, a, in a small way. Not everybody. Not people that know what time it is, but people are avoiding him. They don't really want to spend a high draft pick on him anymore. People are drafting him later this year than they were last year as a rookie, which is crazy. And it shows how how un- irresponsible people were being with Kyle Pitts. And I, I talked about it a lot. I like Kyle Pitts a lot, but people were, were just reaching way too high, expecting way too much. Uh, I do believe that Kelsey's going to eventually slow down. Um, I know that sounds crazy to everybody, but everybody breaks. And Kelsey could, maybe this is the year that he misses some games. He's still dominant. 
but he misses some games. He can't stay healthy. I worry about that for Kelsey. I really do. So, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to say he does have that Jimmy Graham potential. Mind, might I remind you that I was number one in the entire fantasy football industry, according to Fantasy Pros. Number one in my Jimmy Graham prediction. I had him ranked higher than any analyst in the industry his breakout year. And no one saw him coming. I could I could definitively say that. That's not a guess. No one saw Jimmy Graham coming more than I did breaking out into the league. And Fantasy Pros has documentation. I have it on sleeperu.com. If you go to About Us and scroll to the bottom, um, there's a little clip on it that, 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 that talks about how uh, I had him ranked higher than anybody. So tight end, tight end rankings. I'm number one in the entire fantasy football industry over the past three years. And two out of the last three years, I believe I've ranked number one. And then the other one, I don't know what, it was like 17 or whatever the heck their ranking was. The average, I'm number one in the industry. And two of the last three years, I've ranked number one. I, be, I believe it's number one in, both, in two of the years. One, definitely number one, I believe it was last year. I had Waller and Hawkinson, or the year prior. Waller, Hawkinson, higher than anybody. Um, James Devlin in the house needs extreme help. So tight ends is, is a wheelhouse of mine, okay? I can say with confidence. I'm not trying to be arrogant. I'm just saying I, this stuff gets landed here on the show, okay? You know? Um, and Kyle Pitts definitely feels like the next Jimmy Graham, where it's a complete tear break, like Travis Kelsey, a complete tear break. I, I agree with you. I, I think for sure you're going to want to have this kid. You just got to be careful because it could take another year before he gets to that level. But he should be very good. His situation could hold him back a little. I don't love his situation. I want him to have a big time quarterback throwing him the football. I think that's going to be the key for him. Uh, but he's still going to be very, very good. I love him. I love him. And I, I think it could be this year that he gets his tier kind of started, you know, started and build it. And Kelsey's still going to be in it. Um, but will Kelsey miss games? Could Waller climb into the tier and hang on? Could, could uh, you know, a number of quarterbacks climbing? Could could Hawkinson? Um, the top quarterbacks in 2022 are probably Kelsey, Mark Andrews, Kyle Pitts, Kittle, Waller, Hawkinson, Dawson Knox, Friar Moose, Schultz, Goddard. You know, kind of in a loosely based order. So they're they're really close, and I don't I don't think Pitts is way above them yet, but he will be. The question is, will it be a year from now or a half a year from now? So you're not wrong. Tough to know where to take him at this point. We kind of just got to feel it out in in some mocks. Jim, yo, Smitty, yo. What are the percentages or what are the odds you put on Russell Wilson getting moved this offseason? I know Aaron Rodgers has stolen the headlines the last couple of weeks, so we kind of haven't talked about Russell Wilson. But do you think he gets moved? And if he does, where do you think he goes? I don't think he ends up getting moved, but it would be amazing to see him in Washington give Terry McLaurin, Russell Wilson, raindrops all day long. Russell Wilson, raindrop to McLaurin. McLaurin is a top five wide receiver. Hey, McLaurin, another raindrop, pal. And it's just constant. Like This guy can drop a, a rainbow raindrop anywhere. So Russell Wilson would be phenomenal in Washington. Um, and I think the Washington football team slash commanders slash president slash armada, this this wild, wild naming of this team, um, 
I know that I know I don't need someone to tell me that they're the commanders. I know that I joke around about the presidents because we thought that it was going to be the presidents and we were having a whole bunch of fun. We we're having a whole bunch of fun with the. I've been told that I have big hands. I am the president and I am one of the mascots. And we have all these mascots running around, you know, every single president that you can think of in the in years past running around the stadium. I just stabbed my finger with something. Uh, running around the stadium, and uh, that was uh, that was a dream come true, mascot wise for me. I would have really enjoyed the presidents. I think I would have went to town on that. I still went. I still may. I think we're gonna call them the presidents. I don't think we're gonna call them the commanders. Um, Wilson, I don't know. Eighty percent chance of staying. Washington football team, um, Indianapolis Colts, uh, Steelers. Like these are all teams that I, you know I think are gonna try and make a play. But it's really tough to trade a guy like Russell Wilson. Like, you have to get, like in Arizona, you're not trading Kyler unless you're getting a quarterback back, which makes an interesting dilemma for the Cardinals and Seahawks if the two quarterbacks do want to swap. You don't see an interdivision trade of quarterbacks ever. But in this case, maybe because they're both disgruntled. So it's not like crazy. Uh, We haven't even talked about Javante. It's the second time I've had a guy in the, we'll talk about him at the end. Hey, Smitty, what do you think of Mariota as an option for teams that aren't looking to give up draft capital or draft a rookie to add to their QB room? Um, I don't, I don't know. Backup, sure. Like Trubisky, I like more than Mariota probably, and the, both of them are, are getting a little overhyped. But I'm not too, not too interested. Guys, get yourself a lifetime account at SuperU.com. Also, join us at the Cooper Cup. 22 uh, cup league this season is only a few spots left. You tell him, Terry. Make sure and get yours today. You tell him, Terry. Uh, what's everybody saying this for? Washington Commanders, Washington Commanders. It's funny when I say presidents, people think I don't know that they're the Commanders. <laughs> it never fails. That's why I prefaced it. I was like, I know they're the Commanders, guys. Ah! What's up, Silver? So, Silver. Hey, man, what's up with uh, Justin Jefferson now that Cousins is gone? I ain't really looked into him much. Uh, yeah, no, cut. I mean, cut. Cousins gone. What do you mean, Cousins gone? Hey, Smitty, one more thing. Hey, did you see Russell Wilson in the Pro Bowl challenge, man? Yeah. It's like 25 mile an hour wins, and he was. Lights out, man. He yeah. was hitting every target out there, and nobody else could hit anything. Yeah, Russell Wilson special. Russell Wilson looked unreal. Yeah, Wilson special, bro. Wilson special. I think Wilson in a different in a different environment. Um, I think would would even would even be more impressive. I think people people don't really give him enough credit. Like the Seahawks, I feel like are they're not a wasteland. They've got a lot of talent, but. I think Russell Wilson probably becomes like a top five quarterback in the right spot. You know, if Russell Wilson goes somewhere, he'll be extremely undervalued. I just think it's like, it's highly unlikely that they're going to find the replacement enough. Like, why would you make, like, if you were the the football team or the commanders, why would you, why would you make this move? Why would you, why would you get rid of Russell Wilson if you didn't have an upgrade or an equal replacement? You just, you wouldn't see it happen. Like, I just don't think it's going to, I don't think it's going to end up working. You know, why would you do it? You just wouldn't do it. 
And just like the Cardinals won't get rid of Kyler unless we upgrade him. We're, we're not getting rid of Kyler unless we upgrade him. And we have a chance to upgrade him, though, for the first time. Um, Javante Williams, let's get into Javante real quick, and then we got to end the show. Uh, Javante season is underway. And I just want everybody to start preparing. We've already seen a shift in his ADP. This man has gone from like 11, 12, 13, 14 overall in mock drafts. And we've done a ton of them. So I don't want to hear he's a four or five pick right now. He's, he wasn't. He wasn't. For for weeks and weeks and weeks, because of the Melvin Gordon cloud that's been floating over, you've been able to take advantage. And I came out and I told you all, best ball draft now. Best ball draft now. Go to underdog fantasy which i have right where is that where's my underdog fantasy um image where are you where are you where is my underdog fantasy where is it where is it where is it where is it goodness gracious can't even find it where are you? Go to Underdog Fantasy by going to smitty1.com. Click on the Underdog banner. Uh, once I find it, I'll, I'll toss it up. But basically, you guys need to be taking advantage of this best ball value while while you can. Because it won't be... It won't... Here it is. Underdog Fantasy. Um, click on click on uh, the link at smitty1.com. Go to smitty1.com. This address right behind my, my head on the sign. smitty1.com. Click on this Underdog banner. And get signed up to play best ball. I tried to warn everyone that this guy Javante, who's going around 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, is going to be going at 3 and 4 very, very soon. People are weird. People are weird. It's it's like they know Melvin Gordon's gone, but until it happens, until news breaks on it, everyone just sits on it. Like, no, we'll keep him at like 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. And it's sometimes the second round, the top of the second round. He's going to go number three or four. The moment this feels concrete that Gordon's gone and it's done. And then especially if they bring in A-Rod or Russell Wilson or Watson or, you know, a quarterback upgrade. Brady, let's just say it. What if what if it happened? Like, it could happen. It could happen. One of these quarterbacks could end up in Denver. Denver will be pushing hardest for a quarterback over any team because they've been struggling so long and botching it. They're going to overpay. They're going to figure out a way to get Watson or A-Rod or Russell Wilson, maybe. If that's the 20% chance of Russell Wilson playing elsewhere. Maybe it is Denver. They're going to try really hard. Maybe they trade for Tyler Huntley. I don't know. They got to get somebody. And the moment they upgrade their quarterback situation, number three. Number three. If A-Rod went to Green Bay, he might even go number two. You might see him vault over Najee Harris. And every other court running back like Eckler, it might be JT and Javante at one and two walking into August drafts, July drafts, June drafts. If, in fact, a quarterback gets added to this equation on top of Gordon leaving, Gordon leaving alone will make him five to seven or four to seven overall. Best ball, you can take advantage of these things before they happen. That's why you got to go to Underdog Fantasy by going to smitty1.com. If you just go to Underdog, Use promo code SMITTY when you get there. Um, and plus, we're going to do best ball drafts in the evenings. 
and you got to be signed in $10 minimum deposit. We'll do $5 drafts. We'll do a bunch of them and we'll just start practicing using real drafts that you can win real money, five bucks to win like 65 or whatever it is. And you do enough of them. And by the end of the year, you start killing the best ball drafts that are practice runs for you, but at a $5 cost to win maybe 60 bucks every time you do it. If you win the, 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 the entire league, why not? Why not? At the end of the year, if you do a bunch of these practice drafts that are really best ball real drafts, at the end of the year, you might have a bunch of cash money sitting there. I did. I did a bunch of drafts and I looked at my account at the end of the year and I was like, holy crap, I had like four or $500 in just that had to do with just these drafts. Like I did a bunch of best ball drafts right at the end. When we only had September, like the last, the last week heading into week one where best ball drafts became open to Arizona. So we didn't get a chance to do a lot of best ball drafts in the offseason. This year, we're going to. We're going to do a ton of them. So you got to get signed up and ready so that you don't miss out when I drop the link and you're like trying to sign up and you miss the draft. Go to smitty1.com. Click the underdog banner. It's $10 minimum deposit. Use promo code smitty and be signed in and ready for when we do those. Maybe we'll do one tonight. Might do one tonight. Javante season. Look, Javante Williams is, is going to the moon. He's maybe going to... To I don't know. He may be going to outside the galaxy on a rocket ship because this dude is the number one running back in the league for tackle breaking. And and, and the dude was literally playing halftime. And he's the number one tackle breaker in the NFL. The dude can't be tackled. He's amazing. He's great at pulling in the football. He reminds me so much of Jonathan Taylor. And he can't be he can't be reeled in. He can't be tackled. He's elusive. He's got good hands. He's going to be utilized all over the field. Imagine when this guy gets all the work. He, he's a game breaker. Like, probably have some of the longest touchdown runs on the year in 2022. His name will be in the top 10 list multiple times. At least multiple. He'll be the most reoccurring name on the in the NFL. Top 10 longest touchdown runs. He will be in that top 10 list multiple times. He will be the number one or number two tackle-breaking machine in the NFL in 2022. Javante season is upon us. And if you're not along for the ride in at least one league, you will be kicking yourself later. Make sure you draft Javante in at least one league. And if that means you got to take him at four, that means you got to take him at four. If that means you got to take him at three, that means you got to take him at three. I'm not saying put all your eggs in one basket for any player. But I am saying make sure one of your baskets has Javante Williams sitting in it or you will be one unhappy camper at the end of the year when we're all singing Javante songs around a campfire and you're sitting there by yourself over there with your s'more, your with your, your CMC s'more that, that got melted and, and fell apart on you and you, you're watching all of us eat Javante Williams uh, 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 s'mores. Yeah, so take that. Najee at 1.2 and Javante at 2.11 in one of your Dynasty League drafts. Hoobie, that's why you draft early. Why do you draft early? Hey, Smitty, why do you draft early, Smitty? It's, it's not me. Injuries can happen. That's why you draft early. I'd rather draft early and run the risk of injury, which injury can hit anybody. A guy can go down in July or August 15 or October 1 as much of a chance of that happening than going down in April. Yes, you can walk into your draft without drafting an injured player that's off the board and all. I get that. 
but the odds of any of your players going down are still like if you avoid the injury guys more often than not then you can be one of those people that can draft early and not be hit hard by injury so it, it's very very easy to go into a drafting early scenario and and not have like a bunch of of mistakes that you're gonna make you know hey Schmitty, here's my question for you danny would you trade tj hawkinson for the number five overall pick in this year's draft and also the number three pick in the second round in this year's draft that Thank you, Danny. I, that's a tough one. I mean, you're talking about very even potential. Like, the five pick could be amazing if the right player falls, but it is also an awkward place where some of the top talent is gone and then you're left with, like, a grip of guys you're not sure who is going to be the great pick at five. I will say this. Right now, I feel like no, but I think on draft day, once the landing spots are, are dished out and we we know who's who, I bet you the five pick looks a lot more attractive to me after the draft. It always does. It always does. So if you have a competent backup, I would say maybe I would do that. But, you know, Hawkinson's pretty good. But if you threw Hawkinson in, would he go, would he go number five in a rookie draft if you threw him in? Maybe. I'd probably take the pick. Um... Let's see if we got any other voice messages here. Let me go through just before, before we end the show. Appreciate that, Danny, for leaving one. Danny, I'm going to send you a DM and I'm going to add you to the voicemail group, bro. So you can ask voicemails on the regular in the voicemail group of 30. If you guys want in on that, you want to be in a, a private group of, of 30 people that are constantly asking voicemails for their show. It's like a go-to for me to make sure I, I have the voicemails piled up and ready. Um, I do go outside of 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 the of the group too. Like I just did, Danny wasn't in that group, but the group is like a, I count on the group to drop voicemails all the time. So if you want to be a part of that, Danny, I'm going to throw you in. Javante will break 1,488 tackles in 2022, says James. Why why stop there? 10,000. 10, 10k tackles. He'll have more tackles than we have subscribers. Let's go. Let's go, Shefters. Life went downhill when he tried to do the gritty. It was before that. It's when he started to just get, like, crazy. Adam Schefter's done. Pissed me off. Um, the show ended a long time ago, but we just keep doing it, don't we? Uh, hit the thumbs up on your way out the door. Um, how many thumbs up we got, Terry? Can we please, everybody watching, if I brought you value, if you enjoyed the show at all, can you please punch the thumb up button for your boy Smitty? Smash it. Just take that button and destroy it. Just beat that button bad you know give, give it a hard time okay rough it up rough up that thumb up button just smash it smash it smash it like Schefter smash it like it's Schefter's news and you want to just, just want to crush it and destroy it 55 in here 47 likes I can handle that I appreciate that also if you're new smash the subscribe button treat it like Schefter just beat it up and make sure you hit the subscribe button. Turn on the notifications. Hit the bell. And I will see you all mañana. Not mañana. Tomorrow. We'll, we're going live every 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 7 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. That's what we do. Okay, so I will see you tomorrow at 7 uh, Eastern. And uh, tonight i got the quad box. If you don't know what the quad box is, on my homepage of my YouTube channel, 
scroll down and you'll see all of my YouTube channels. Please subscribe to all of them. I've got a, a vlog channel. I've got a Dynasty channel, which I'm dropping content on tonight. I'm sorry there hasn't been anything on the Dynasty channel for a couple days. And then I have the Quad Box channel. It's a Niner show. We're talking Trey. We're talking Jimmy. We're talking Brady. We're talking A-Rod. Talking all the NFL news, quarterback movement. That's tonight. So go uh, follow me on the Quad Box as well, as well. So go to my YouTube homepage. Scroll to the bottom. And you'll see my, my YouTube channels. And, and get on all of those. Uh, turn on notifications. We're going live tonight. Talking talking Niners and stuff. Appreciate all you. See you at 7 p.m. tomorrow here on the channel. TheFantasyFootballShow.com if you ever get lost. Leave a comment too. I respond to every comment I can in the first 12 to 24 hours of a video drop. I went through all of them last night. You may have noticed if you had a uh, comment that wasn't responded to for a while. I literally went through everything I could dating back to about a week. So if you ask me, if you if I missed your question, James Devlin, if I missed your question, I will respond. I will respond. Um... <clears throat> Workout time, yes sir. Workout time. Later, random. Random, glad you found us. Spread the word, random. Spread the word, random. Kenny, see you later. Sammy, peace out. John, later, pal. Kenny Powers, you're the man. James, you're the man. BW, you're the man. Mark Cleveland, Hoovy. Frank, Terry, Robert. Um, Hod, Silver, James Devlin, Kevin, uh, DJ. I'm trying to trying to find all of you, but if I if I'm not naming somebody, please don't take offense to it. Kevin, Drew, uh, Jonathan, all of you. Appreciate everybody for being here. Later. Ron says wide receiver, James Williams, 2022 rookie year. Get ready for the rookie stuff, Ron. It's coming.